Welcome to Persian Podcast. I'm your host, Soraya, and today we'll be talking about four major events that happened in the Persian Wars. First, the Ionian Revolt. You're probably wondering, what is the Ionian Revolt? Well, the Ionian Revolt is also called the Persian Wars. The Ionian Revolt happened between 499 to 479 BC, almost half a century, and you're probably wondering, why did this happen? Well, this started because one of the Greece colonies on the Anatolia Peninsula, or also known as the Asian Minor, decided to revolt against the Persian ruler, or King Darius. One of the many reasons why Persian attacked Greece was, well, because they wanted revenge. When I looked further into the internet, I found two kings who actually helped in this war being Hippias and Hipparchus. You're probably wondering, who are these people and why is she talking about them? Hippias was an Athens king who co-ruled with his brother, Hipparchus. When Hipparchus was murdered by two men who were later seen as heroes because of this, Hippias became paranoid and repressive. After his brother's death and then got kicked out of Athens and went to Persia, he aided Persia in the Ionian Revolt and was the reason why Athens aided Ionia. When I found this out, I was blown away, because imagine if he didn't help Persia, or he even stayed in Athens and didn't get, get kicked out. He would be the reason why Athens wouldn't have helped Ionia. Now, after hearing all this, you're probably thinking, well, this battle came to an end at some point. What was the outcome? The outcome of the Ionia Revolt, it's a win and not a win. The Ionian Revolt saved the mainland of Greece for a time and gave adequate warning about the prospects of a Persian invasion. In Ionia, the revolt resulted in economic depression, political despondency, and a retardation of the Greek art, culture, literature, industry, and commerce. Now we're about to get into one of my favorite battles being the Battle of Marathon. Well, the Battle of Marathon took place in 490 BC during the first Persian invasion of Greece. The Battle of Marathon was when Persia sent a large army of about 90,000 men. Nowadays, that may not seem like a lot, but back then, that was a huge amount. Although Athens was outnumbered by 80,000 men, they still defeated Persia. 60,000 Persians were dead versus 190 Greeks. The idea for the modern-day marathon comes from this war. Well, there was a man named Phytopides, and he was a messenger. He ran from Marathon to Athens, which is about a 25-mile run, to go straight there and tell him about the victory. Which is crazy, because now, marathons are named after him, because he was the first official marathon runner also what i found out from there is that nike the shoe company's name comes from phytopides once he ran into athens he yells nike nike which is a greek term for victory now there's one reason for you to wear nikes (laughs) 
The next battle we'll be talking about is the Battle of Salamis. The Battle of Salamis was a naval fight that took place in 480 BC. The Greeks used their trireme ships to defeat the Persians' larger naval force in the strait between the mainland and Salamis, an island in the Saronic Gulf near Athens. You're probably wondering, what is a trireme ship? Well, a trireme ship is an ancient Greek galley with three banks of oars. The Battle of Salamis is considered a turning point in the war because the depleted alliance of Greek cities finally outsmarted King Xerxes. They outsmarted them because they backed Persia's larger naval force into a strait which isn't so big so it gave them the advantage since their trireme ships weren't as big. Fun fact that King Cersei was so confident that he set up a golden throne on the slope where he could watch the battle. I wonder what was his reaction when he found out that he lost. In this battle, the Greeks only lost 40 ships while Persia lost around 200 ships. The whole point of this war was so the Greeks could defeat the Persians and secure control of the sea so that the Persians couldn't get around the pass at the Isthmus. The Battle of Salamis resulted in a decisive victory for the outnumbered Greeks and marked the highest point of the second Persian invasion of Greece. Last, but definitely not least, is the Battle of Thermopylae. The Battle of Thermopylae happened in central Greece at the mountain pass of Thermopylae during the Persian Wars. After three days of holding their own against the Persian king the I and his vast southern advancing army the greeks were betrayed and the persians were able to outflank them the battle of thermopylae was technically a defeat for the greeks it was also a victory in the long run because it marked the beginning of several important greek victories against the persians and boosted the morale of all the greek city-states the persian victory at thermopylae allowed for Cersei's passage into southern Greece, which expanded the Persian Empire even further. Today, the Battle of Thermopylae is celebrated as an example of heroic, heroic persistence against seemingly impossible odds. The Battle of Thermopylae is also significant because of the place where the Greeks chose to battle. The Greeks chose Thermopylae because they didn't want to wait for the Persians to attack the city-states of Athens and Sparta. Also, Thermopylae was the gateway into Greece, and the Greeks thought that if they defeated Persia there, the Persians would return home. As for the casualties in the Battle of Thermopylae, well, they're not really known with certainty, but they may have been as high as 2,000 men for the Persians and around two to 4,000 for the Greeks. Now we're about to come to an end with the impacts of the wars on Athens. Since the Greeks both won the Battle of Salamis and Marathon, the Greeks were left in control of the Aegean Sea. Also, Athens preserved its independence and continued innovating in government and culture. After doing a little bit more research on the British Museum, I found out that the wars with Persia had a great effect on the Asian Greeks. The Athian Acropolis was destroyed by the Persians, but the Athian response was to build the beautiful buildings whose ruins we can still see today. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you come back again soon.